Welcome once again to the Agile Coffee Podcast. My name is Vic Bonacci, and today's episode contains three parts, all featuring the Scrum Gathering in Orlando, Florida. It took place this past April 2016, and the first part you're going to hear is Brett and I, three weeks removed, kind of giving our reflections of the event overall. Then you're going to hear a group of about six of us talking about reflections from the first day. So I recorded that session at the end of a very busy first day uh, after the keynotes and the first day of sessions and whatnot, followed up by the last part, which is Aaron and Jason uh, related specifically to the uh, the retreat that happens just at the front of the Scrum Gathering. Actually, it's the day before, and the retreat is just for certified Scrum trainers and coaches as well. Uh, so we talk a little bit about that and, um, and our other uh, reflections on the event. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Agile Coffee Podcast. Agile Coffee. All right. Welcome to episode 47 of the Agile Coffee Podcast. My name is Vic Bonacci, and I'm on Twitter at Agile Coffee. Seated across the table from me this evening, Mr. Brett Palmer. Glad to be here. Brett can be reached at Brett underscore Palmer. Yep. And we are sitting here three weeks removed from the Global Scrum Gathering in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm roundabout. Brett and I were both there. In fact, Brett, you and I were both, um, well, I went to Sharon Bowman's course beforehand and, and you and at least, I uh, yeah. decided to just hang out. Yeah. You kind of crashed the party there with us. I but, did. And we had a great but time. But you and Sharon go way back. Oh yeah. To, and it was uh, fun. It was fun. We had a great Sacramento time. is where mm-hmm. you guys met and you got certified. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the gathering though. We're about to listen to in episode 47 here coming up a couple of interviews with about six other attendees, most of whom I'd interviewed in previous uh, episodes. And I got their take at the end of day one. Okay. So they're going to be talking about the keynote. They're going to be talking about some takeaways from specific sessions that they saw. Okay. So let me ask you, Brett, had you ever been to a global gathering before? No, this was my first and it was awesome. It was really, I would just say it blew my mind as far as what I had originally expected versus the value that I got out of it. And yeah. there were a lot of people there. Had you ever been to another event this big in the Agile space? Um, no, this uh, up until now has been my largest event. Yeah. yeah. So um, takeaways as far as... Like that event, how it's different from like a retreat or an open space, um, one of the smaller events. That well, we just go to about Coach every Camp. single, yeah. So just about yeah. every single conversation that could be happening is happening. Yeah, literally. And yeah. it's happening in the hallways. It's happening, you know, outside. It's happening in these big, giant breakout sessions, you mm-hmm. know. And so, um, so there's just a lot of learning, a lot of conversation um, happening. How about and, the? Um, um, you and I were both in the coaching clinic, right? The coaches clinic, yep. right? Uh-huh. Do you have any any lessons learned from there that you want to share? You know what? It's always great to talk and hear some of the people share their stories, right. share their questions. Some of which were my same questions a few years ago. Right. Uh, so that's always helpful. And then as you're helping other people, you're sharing your knowledge, and then um, you know, and then you're opening up the door to have somebody else help you um, with your questions. And right. so it kind of kind of comes full circle as you help other people, then you get help too. In yeah. Some ways, so. No, I think you, you said it right. I mean, these were my questions two years ago, four years ago, yeah, one year ago, know. six months ago. Right. And and I still have questions, so I might yeah. 
help someone else, talk to them and get mm-hmm. an understanding with them. And then I'll turn around and ask someone else to help me. But the <laughs> real – I mean the real fun thing for me was then to meet people that I hadn't seen for a while. So those connections – Or like, hadn't seen at all but you just well, see on Twitter I, or, or something like or that, Or people right? that I, kn- I knew from conference calls or people that I right. knew from committees that I w- had been on. That's right. That, you were on the committee there. Yes, right? yeah. yes. So mm-hmm. so to be on committees and then to finally meet people in person right. that you've been on the phone with for the last year, right. um, you know, never having seen them face-to-face so, uh, is, is great. So Brett is referring to the committee work that he's still doing for the Scrum Alliance, the certified team coach yeah yeah the ctc um yeah i mean it it was amazing seeing like you just said old friends people that you'd seen regionally at some events or maybe heard them on another podcast reach out to them on twitter yeah it was all it was all good um so for me day one since we're kind of talking about day one started with just walking into this cavernous space so many people there right and you find a place to sit down so you can watch the keynote uh, which I did. I ended up sitting at a table with nobody that I knew. Actually, it was really well, fun. I, I kinda, was walking into yeah. the room and going to find a table, and then Scott Dunn bumped right. into me and said, "Brett, Brett, Brett, come sit by yeah, me, yeah. and I want you to sit." You know, so I couldn't even me. find you in that. Yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. No, he pulled you, me over to a table that was fairly close to the front. Yeah. Um. And and uh, there was an empty chair there that yeah. was was there at his table, and Perfect, he got yeah. me there. And um, my apologies. Yeah, ah, my whatever. table. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, I sat about two tables behind uh, Lisa, uh, a few other folks from the Scrum Alliance. Uh, so I got to meet them face-to-face because I'd been emailing back and forth over the years, coach camp and all that. Uh, just just a great time. Like you said, the, you'd never been to something of this scale, so it's it's hard to imagine, you know, have, have you not been to something like this. Uh, do you have any other takeaways? Because we're going to hop over to the the other interviews here in a second do you have anything else you want to share about the global scrum gathering i had a great time and next year Mm. the scrum global gathering will be in san diego yes so i have already purchased my ticket it's good that it's going to be (laughs) close to home for us right yeah it's looking forward to that all right and on to the interviews Welcome again to another episode of the Agile Coffee Podcast. This is episode 47, and today we are in Orlando, Florida at day one of the Scrum Alliance's Scrum Gathering Orlando. Um, it's been a fun day. It's been really um, a big crowd with a lot of energy, and today I am excited to be joined with five others around the table uh, from me here. So I'd like to just go around and just say everyone's name real quick. Uh, we have Liza here. Hello, Liza. Hello. Leon is back again. Hi, Leon. Hello. From episode 44, Leon was with us. Anderson. Hi, Anderson. Hi. Nice to see you again. Anderson was back on the previous episode, episode 46. Aaron. Hi, Vic. And Giuliano. Hi. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So we're just going to start with um, asking what kind of general observations you all have about the... um, the day's worth of events. We've just gotten done with a whole day's worth of sessions. We saw the keynote speech from the beginning. Um, we had probably about four sessions, I think, today. Um, before we do that, though, I want to ask, is this your first time at a Scrum Gathering? It's my first. This is Aaron, yeah. So I've been to a lot of the Agile Alliance Conference and a lot of other smaller conferences and things, but this is my first Scrum Gathering. Awesome. Okay. 
Anyone else first time scrum gathering? <laughs> nope. Wow. Well, it's mine too. So Aaron and I are in the minority <laughs> <All> here. <right>. <laughs> so. <laughs> so awesome. So for those of you who have been here before to the scrum gathering before, maybe start off with um, how does it compare? I was in one in Shanghai last year. And like the biggest difference is about the number of people. Like the, on Shanghai, we have something about like uh, 400 people. Here we have like 1,100. Like it's a, it's a small difference. <laughs> like it's really small difference. The event's much more bigger, something like that. It's for me like the biggest difference. Yeah. And this is Leon. I've been coming for about five years. And five years ago, it was only 500 people. So it's more than doubled over the time that I've been here, and that's really something exciting to see. Yeah. Yeah, so many people, like you said, like 1,100, almost 1,200 people they said here. And, and we've got um, the big, big, big room. I don't even know how big that room was with the keynote, but you had three very large uh, screens projecting the the image uh, of the keynote speakers and, and the speakers on the stage, which is fascinating, the nice lights in the back of the room yeah. and all that. Um, that was great. Yeah, I, I was in Paris, mm-hmm. true. Uh, 2013. Okay. And, uh, I, I can see the difference between the, again, in, here in the US and in Europe. Uh, people here are much more open to talk, much more, okay, let, how, how, how are you going? Really? Uh, glad to see you again. Everything, everyone becomes very glad to see you. Really. Uh, it's very true. They say, in, in Europe, they say, hi. <laughs> good, good to come <laughs> very simple very uh, straight ahead so uh, I, I see much more energy here than uh, in the Europe I don't know if it was just that edition but uh, uh, the content are, are good in both uh, in both gatherings but uh, the energy here is much better yeah so cultural differences then yeah that's probably. great Liza you've been to one before as well yes I was in Phoenix last year and in terms of size I'm not seeing a huge difference you know this one may be a little bit larger but I saw a large crowd too in Phoenix yeah oh, which great. is exciting so I guess maybe my next question would be what did you guys think of the keynote speech he's so like energy energetic and powerful like he's with his like speak with speech ability and like I don't know exactly what he's talking about, but he does. I just remember one thing: I'm a loser or something like that. Like, oh, really awesome, really yeah, awesome. Speech. I am such a loser. I'm such a loser, yeah. like something like that. Awesome. How awesome you are. Yeah. So this is uh, Brian Rabin. Thank Brain you. Trust. And uh, wh- one of the things I really liked about the um, the keynote was that um, he introduced. Um, uh, a new certification from a leadership perspective. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that really resonated with me was that, uh, and it, re- it really spoke to me, was that um, enterprise agility is, is very much limited by leadership agility, um, especially in large organizations. And we need to uh, do education, we need to do training, we need to do awareness for our leaders in large organizations so we can raise that enterprise agility um, and so uh, the Center for um, Agile Leadership was announced. Um, they're, they're a major sponsor here of the Scrum Gathering. So I love the focus on um, leadership agility and investing in leadership. Uh, I really love it because uh, uh, this one thing that I defend very strongly in Brazil, uh, people are talking too much about scaling, scaling, scaling. Okay, mm-hmm. can you do this with a small team? Mm-hmm. Can you uh, let your team know why you are doing this practices and these values, why you are defending these things. So uh, they, uh, he, 
he was very successful in, in saying, okay, let's back to the basics, let, let's understand what they are doing, let's understand the, the spirit what, what, from what we are doing before we start to scale. Mm-hmm. So come back to Manifesto, let's see these val- values, let's understand this before to try to think, okay, let's scale for the entire organization, let's scale for the entire enterprise. Yeah, I really love this. Yeah, it was interesting to hear about, you know, how or kind of come to the realization that a lot of the scaling frameworks are really focused on process and they're kind of forgetting the, the individuals and interactions. So that we need to kind of go back to the basics and uh, remind us of that. All right, that was the slide he put up was individuals and interactions over processes and tools, and then he and showed the, the big picture, scaling. the safe big picture. Yeah. <laughs> Just drive the point home. Yeah. Doing good jokes. I don't know if he's recorded, but if you want, like. <laughs> All right, so, um, so like I said, we had four sessions after that keynote. We had a morning session and then three in the afternoon. So I'm sure that a lot of us saw some pretty good stuff. Does anyone have any? Any big takeaways from the sessions that they saw? Actually, I should back up. Did anyone here speak today? I'm speaking tomorrow. Yeah? Awesome. Speaking tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Okay. As, as for today's sessions, I was just looking at the, the program guide to remember which ones I, I went to. They were, they were all pretty good. Uh, the couple that stood out to me, Lisa Atkins uh, talking about developing the organization's internal agile coaching capability, and then Michael Spade, uh, her, her partner in crime in the uh, uh, Agile Coaching Institute, uh, talked about uh, leadership and organizational assessment. And, of course, those two uh, go together pretty well. And the sessions, to some degree, played off each other uh, using the Ladue cultural model, which is really great. Um, and if you haven't, uh, if our listeners haven't seen that before, there's a really great video by Peter Green uh, about the Ladue cultural model, which is about nine minutes long, and I've showed it to uh, every leader I've come across in the last six months probably. Uh, it's a really good one. Uh, just talking about the different colors and sort of the, the base cultures of those organizations and how we evolve towards something that's more agile-minded uh, and how so oftentimes where organizations need coaching help are, are in one level that, that he describes as orange, trying to get to green, which is more agile-like uh, and things like that. So those two I thought played uh, really well together, those two sessions. Uh, definitely things I can take away and, and start using with uh, some of my coaching. And then the third one uh, I went to was Mike Kottmeyer's session on uh, agile transformation and some of the aspects he's been noticing of sort of getting back to basics with three uh, base aspects being, do we have a, a usable backlog? Are the teams actually functioning well together? And are we delivering working software that actually is tested and working? And if you can't do those three things, then we really need to go back to the really basic stuff because you really got to do those three things to be anywhere near agile, right? Uh, so that was really, really good stuff. I, I took a lot away from that as well. So those were my uh, three three sessions that I made it to today that I thought were really uh, really intriguing and, and stuff that I could use. So speaking of Michael's um, Michael's session, yeah, he said the three things: backlog, teams, and working tested software. And he um, he compared them to Dan Pink's uh, purpose, yeah. autonomy, and mastery in that order. And then he also took it a step further, and we, he said when you're talking about a transformation strategy, um, he tied it to governance structure. And metrics and tools. So, so yeah, I was there as well. I thought that was it was just a very clear um, kind of retelling of what's on the leading agile 
website, their their compass, and yeah, their, and it, their you know, from Mike's perspective, always yeah. trying to put it into terms that leaders can that, that resonates with them and that they can understand and really put their arms around, which was really great. Yeah, I was I was there too, and I think what what really also resonated me, um, and it's it's funny that you said uh, Aaron back to basics, because yeah. you know because uh, Brian Rabin talked about back to basics, mm-hmm. Mike talked about back to basics, and it, it resonated with me that he said um, almost like my kingdom for a good backlog, mm-hmm. like right. you know I'd rather not have right. a scrum master mm-hmm. but have a good backlog. Yep. Um, and uh, he can immediately walk into an organization and see from the backlog where they are in their maturity, mm-hmm. right? It reveals everything. Um, so I thought that that really resonated with me. Yeah. And so my sessions were kind of related to that. They were all focused on techniques to the develop and prioritize backlog. So one of them that I really liked was the tadpole technique, alternative to story mapping. So you can actually come up with a bunch of stories and, and actually prioritize them. So it was very, very interesting, quick, uh, fast um, and then the other one was to affinity and beyond. So it's using affinity techniques, so again, to come up with stories and estimate them from a business value, from an effort standpoint. Uh, and so you have a solid uh, backlog and prioritized backlog. Um, I was in like, my first session was about Star Wars. I was there because of the Star Wars for sure. And I just, <laughs> and, I, and I discovered one thing that's really interesting. Like if I want to remember about a really horrible boss i just need to remember about that darth vader and like how the world thinks that he he do he did in the movies but after that i was in a, one of one of the it's really really interesting is about a 12 years old boy that is uh the scrum master of like at, at his home and like of course he's he's the son of one of the cst's like and this helping a lot but you know he also managed like a lot of things like as a screw master and he's 12 years old and he provided a really good speech like when i was 12 years old i never can do that similar <laughs> and, and he do a lot of really good jokes and awesome and i also remember that like how hard is this scrum to put in practice and i also remember this 12 years old guy that also trying to put in practice at his home and i was on the awesome one the three things that you must know to transform any size organization and i also keep in mind one thing you need to understand the purpose that you to to, to do the transition like before to start it and sometimes like people they just forget to ask why you're doing something or most of the time people just forget to do to make this question why not like how and why is really important and the other one that I really have a really good takeaway is the PMP he have that David Prigor talk about the personal agility canvas 2.0 like it's a really good tool like the, the next time that I meet like any like traditional project manager that's trying to become more agile like I will really try to use this tool because it looks like really helpful and I will try to really good tool like I recommend like uh, that reminds me from Mike's session as well as you're you're mentioning sort of Starting with the end in mind, uh, to a certain degree, what's, you know, as you go through a transformation, what are you really trying to get to? What's important to leaders? And, uh, the other thing from Mike's session beyond the, the three, three points of getting back to basics, I thought was really interesting. The, uh, the ends of the spectrum that he described, uh, were really interesting and, and just, you know, again, something that resonates with leaders. Are we trying to be more predictable or adaptable? And those can be two different ends of the spectrum, uh, especially when you're starting. And then there was, um, I forget the other two were off the top of my head, but uh, in my notebook somewhere. Uh, but it was really good to just sort of walk through uh, what he's seen and some examples of how the progression can go. And there are a lot of organizations that don't have any intention of going to the end of the, that progression, right? 
they get a little bit better, and that's good enough for now. And, and you know, he used some good examples of companies that are much more innovative in, in the startup space and doing web technologies and mobile development. And then there are banks and, and established businesses that have, you know, 40-year-old COBOL systems that are not going to go to that far end of the spectrum and have no intention of ever doing that. But we can still help them, right? So from, from the use of Agile and Scrum and coaching and, and things like that. So it was really interesting, I think, a, a good perspective. I just saw one session today. All the rest of the time I was talking with people. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. So you came here, you saw one session, but then you just networked. You, you yeah, met a people lot, a lot. who you maybe uh, haven't seen for a while. Or? All, all these events for me is like a, a wedding or something like this. You see a lot of uh, relatives you never yeah. see the entire <laughs> year. Yeah. You also drink a lot. No, yes, you yet. do. Just <laughs> like at a wedding. A lot of coffee. <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee. Come on. Maybe. The drink will come. No, like I said, this was my first gathering with a sure. lot of people, but I've been to retreats. I've been to a number of them. I've been to a lot of local and regional things going on. But first time to see so many of the people that I otherwise interact with uh, via email or Twitter or podcast or something like that. And now we get to see each other face-to-face. So yeah. I think you played it right. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw one session because I, I was very interested in Lisa's session, but uh, uh, I lost. It was full when I arrived at the door. And uh, I saw one uh, uh, from David Hawks mm. calling, um, talking about the six cent patterns. I lost the first one, but uh, I tried to, to make my notes. Well, I'm not comfortable to speak about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was nice. It was That's nice. Fun. I learned some, some things. And, uh, okay, I agree with most of this, the, those points that it, uh, he highlights. Uh, but, but I believe he would be, he can talk much better yeah. than me about this. So, <laughs> I mean, fortunately for us, I believe that all of the slide decks of the pres- presenters are are being put online. Exactly. Probably on the Scrum Alliance website, you could probably go to the events uh, underneath uh, the events tab. There, you can find mm-hmm. the Orlando event, and probably there's a link to to the, the all the materials there. Yep. I, I'm, a, I'm a speaker, and they asked me for our decks in advance. Yeah. So, um, so they'll be posted out there. Julie is going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for me, th- this is a great event for me because I get to to uh, reengage with folks and uh, uh, that I, ha- I only see at the conferences, where because they're traveling or they're they're working other places. So for me, it's great to connect with uh, with friends. Great. So I just want to thank everyone here around the table. Uh, again, we had uh, Liza, Leon, Anderson, Aaron, and Giuliano. So thanks for spending a few minutes with me and letting us know how uh, how day one went. Okay. Yeah. Can I add one last yeah, thing? Please do. Uh, I want to invite everyone to go to Agile Brazil in November. Oh, nice. 7th and 9th. Yeah, we'll be in Curitiba. It's a, a city in the south. Okay. So please go. Oh, you are invited. Uh, we have a lot of English speakers too. So it will be a very nice conference. Very All nice. Anyway. So, Giuliano Anderson, will you be there as well? Yeah, yeah for, ah, sure for sure, I'll be there. For oh, sure, I'll be there. Okay, it's about one thousand. You're <laughs> waiting for one thousand guys, I think. So, yeah. No, no, no. We Not are, too big. No, no. <laughs> we are limiting this year because. Uh, uh, I don't know if everyone has seen the news, but uh, Brazil is not in very good shape. (laughs) 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 You mean uh, they need to exercise? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We need to to burn some fat. So is the conference lining up with the Olympics at the same time? Yeah, Olympics will be in July. July, June? Uh, July, June. Yeah. Yeah. So November, so, it's everything uh, okay. The price of the hotel is becoming very normal again. Uh, <laughs> the flight tickets too. So please, come. Very good, guys. So um, thanks again, and enjoy day number two tomorrow. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Vic. So reach out to us. Use the hashtag TellAgileCoffee and let us know if you were here at the Scrum Alliance's gathering as well. 
So I've still got Aaron Copel here. Also, Jason Tanner just joined us. So hi, Jason, and welcome back, Aaron. Hi, thanks. So the two of you were here a day early before the event kicked off. There was a super secret meeting, right, of all you coaches and, and trainers. So is there anything that you'd like to share with us about what type of things are talked about there? Or maybe I should ask, take it a step back. What is the purpose of having uh, a meeting or a retreat? Is that what it's called? Sure. It's, it's the Scrum Alliance Certified Trainer and Coaches Retreat. And uh, I think it dates back uh, quite a while for the group to, to gather um, before the conference starts. And uh, it's my third time being at one of the retreats. Uh first one I, I was able to go to was in New Orleans when I went through my last, uh, the last phase of the trainer certification. So I was invited to go to that and really was completely disoriented the first time because I, I actually didn't know the purpose. So the, um, real purpose is for the trainers to actually get together because it's a global gathering. It's the one time a year where, uh, lots of, of conversations can happen about all sorts of various topics. So it's run as an open space, or at least it has been the past, uh, three years. Uh, one of the uh, trainers or coaches volunteers and facilitates the open space. And it also includes uh, uh, interaction with the Scrum Alliance staff. So we spent a lot of time talking with Manny uh, at the beginning as well as some of the other uh, members of the staff. Um, but the, not only do we, sh- do we uh, talk about the direction of Scrum Alliance uh, and, and things that are happening with the board, uh, we're also talking about everything from raising our game for training uh, to specific topics. Uh, this time, uh, there was a deep dive into ensuring that the CSM test is aligned with the Scrum Guide. That the questions are, are that there are little tweaks to the questions to, to transition from core Scrum to the Scrum Guide, um, as well as things like uh, how do we do really big classes? What are some technology solutions for very large groups? Uh, uh, there was some good stuff about Agile and Scrum Beyond IT. Uh, a lot of good stuff there uh, that I enjoyed seeing and, and hearing uh, as I was butterflying around. I was more of a butterfly and bee than anything yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I, I just became a CEC, which is Certified Enterprise Coach, a few months ago. And Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and so one of the topics as well was uh, – there, there was previously a CSC, right? So certified scrum coach, mm-hmm. and they've now split that out into team coach and enterprise coach. And so there was some discussion about, uh, about that and, and, you know, just sort of clarifying what those differences are and how do they relate to, uh, CSTs and, and things like that. So it was, it was a good discussion and, uh, you know, really getting the coaches and trainers together to talk about how to collaborate well and, and those kind of things too. So it was, it was a really uh, good experience for me is my first time, uh, and just seeing the, the good interaction between the Scrum Alliance staff, Manny, and then the, uh, the certified Scrum trainers and coaches and just, uh, you know, a lot of the, the good conversations, I think open conversations. One of the, uh, one of the other CECs mentioned that, uh, you know, years ago this this kind of open conversation may not be happening right. and so they're really encouraged that the direction the the board and Manny is uh, taking things uh, is really positive so so I'm really encouraged and uh, you know certainly we'll be back for more next time so <laughs> yeah that sounds great I think um, what, you know one other thing along with that uh, it was uh, really well attended so there was actually a wait list just for the the retreat as well uh, so it was kind of interesting 
Uh, and I think they were maybe 80 people, something like that, and sort of maxed out the capacity of the rooms we had for the day. So that, as Jason referred to, it's been open space and one-day format, and there's there's discussion maybe even uh, having to do something a little bit bigger or different to accommodate the interest that's been growing. There's yeah, been I, saw the, community. I saw the drawing that uh, Stuart Young did. He was facilitating, graphic facilitator. Uh, he was on the podcast here back on episode 44 as well. Um, and I know Stuart's been going to a lot of the retreats and, and whatnot also, but it was interesting that I could see the outcome through his eyes, through his eyes and hands, I guess it is, or ears and hands, as it were. Um, and it, I think I saw one thing that stood out says that the CSM is, is Coca-Cola, is our Coca-Cola or something like that. Do you remember what they said there related to that? Uh, as you said, CSM is catch and release. <laughs> so we were talking about, in fact, um, it was an interesting conversation about uh, what are we really trying to accomplish. And we're thinking about all the fish in the ocean and how when we can actually find people that, that want to learn about Agile, learn about Scrum, and we catch them, mm-hmm. two days of training is like catch and release because we catch uh, them and we may never see them. Sure. And I find that to be a challenge as a trainer that right. uh, of the – uh, a couple of thousand people that have passed through different courses, uh, the fraction either stay in touch or show up at gatherings or actually stay as members. And one big problem we have now is I think our retention of members uh, who finished their two years, uh, their two-year membership after training drops off dramatically. I think it's actually one in four mm. people renew their, their membership. Uh, in the Scrum Alliance, which which is a severe problem. That's something that we actually talked about in the context of of uh, a CSP program and some sort of change to that uh, program, uh, which is I'm deeply interested in because I just launched uh, with Carlton Nettleton a CSP FastPass Fast program. Pass, sure, yeah. yeah, that's our 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 new uh, offering to enable people to get through that in 16 weeks. Yeah. With all the Scrum education units they need. Jason, I didn't realize that was you, but I talked to Carlton all the time. And, oh, and that came up yeah. a couple of times yeah. last time we talked. So, yeah, I think that program uh, certainly seems like there's not only demand, but kind of need for it on, on the Scrum Alliance's side to to have that type of a program to get more people educated about what CSP is and what that means to kind of your career. You're not just one and done with the CSM, but but how do you grow as a as a scrum master, scrum coach, an agile coach in the organization? And I think the CSP is a, a very vital step to that. Yeah. yeah, there's good discussion about that as well as the agile leadership program. I think both those right. really looking at how do we step up our game in different areas. So CSP, of course, and then the, the leadership program, I think just trying to find ways to to really engage better with customers. I think that, that's something that seems to be uh, something that Manny has brought is really better engagement with the community through corporations that are valuing Agile, valuing Scrum, and what what do they want to see? How, how can we help them? And, you know, Jason made a really good point about uh, helping to uh, people that are CSMs going towards CSP and what are the career uh, rungs on the ladder for them that we can help to articulate and clarify. And, you know, there were a couple sessions today uh, throughout the day beyond the, the retreat, but talking about, you know, things around HR and, and how do those things help or, or hinder and, and, you know, how do we engage with them in the right way to make it a, a better experience for everyone. So it was, I think this was a good uh, good touch point at the retreat to talk about some of those things. So I'm presenting tomorrow with Scott Dunn. We're co-presenting. Um, actually, we're pair-presenting a topic called pair coaching, <laughs> funny enough. But Scott and I um, talk a lot about um, the CST program. He's a CST as well. And he's here also as part of the TAC, which is the 
was it the trainer uh, application committee or something to that effect, right? I'm actually not sure what the A stands for. But yeah. Either right. acceptance, approval, or... Uh, have you ever been part of the TAC, or...? I have not, and, and I'm... I would, I guess I'd be interested in doing that, uh, but it hasn't changed, it didn't change the, the year, the year that, that I went through didn't change much, so. Like the makeup of who's on it. Right. Yeah. right. And, and frankly, I think it's probably more appropriate that people who have more, um, have been CSTs longer are probably the best people for that. It's really, it's, I mean, Chet, uh, Chet, uh, Hendrickson and Ron Jeffries and Mike, uh, Dwyer, mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Schimp, Vern Steinbrecher were all on my tax. So, I mean, I felt like uh, if there's anyone that's going to be evaluating me, it would be those guys. It was yeah. it was a very um, experienced group of people really putting me through, uh, I thought, a very thorough interview and evaluation in person. Um, so, uh, sorry, we were talking about you and Scott pair coaching. No, no I've only introduced that so I can introduce yeah. this topic. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about pair coaching because that's a great topic. Oh, yeah. Come to my session tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually it's funny because now that now that I mentioned pair coaching, um I was on and I think we in the last session with uh with Anderson who was sitting here was talking about um I think he had a canvas in front of him. He was looking at a a canvas and one of the topics is something I can't personal remember. Agility canvas, I think the personal was. agility canvas and and one of them was, was like an part- accountability partner I think he was talking mm-hmm. about yeah. before we went on air. I was also in Bob Galen's session here about um what does it mean to be a prescriptive coach and, and how prescriptive can you be type of thing? Um, Lisa was talking about, Lisa Adkins was um, also talking about their model that they put together, the framework that talks about not only the, the, the agile coach, but also the facilitator, the teacher, um, the mentor, the other complementary roles, yeah. right? Um, and a lot of these um, these topics I've already absorbed into my talk, but just sitting here and being in some of these sessions with everyone, I'm thinking, oh, that's what I mean. That's what I meant. Yeah, they're articulating. Can they come up and co-present with me? Because they're articulating it really well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a first-time presenter too, so I'm looking forward to, uh, to tomorrow. Good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Anything else you guys want to say right now? It's been quite a day. <laughs> I'm always at the end of the day. It's like, okay, where's the happy hour? I'm ready. <laughs> and well, it's about that time. So, especially, yeah. you know, Vic was at training from the back of the room as well. So that was uh, two to three days if you did the certification plus the retreat, then three days of the conference. It's uh, It's been a good week, but uh, yeah, could yeah. use a drink. <laughs> I did I did receive my certifications, and I am All certified right. to train from the back of the room. It's fantastic um, stuff. Have you been through? I have. I sent him. I told Aaron he needs to go. And Sharon is amazing. Sharon Bowman. Jason, I had, Jason got me into training from the back of the room years ago when we were at Capital One using that method mm-hmm. from having read the book. So mm-hmm. recommended that I do it. And he and I did some pair training and coaching. And then when he went to the class and said that he had a, a whole new understanding of, of how it's supposed to work together. Yeah. And I, knowing how good Jason was at it uh, from the start, then that drove me to, to go take it as well. You know, I've had her book for, I don't know, a couple of years at least. And um, and when I was putting together my presentation back in November or so, I was using the book to to make the presentation. But it was not until I got to the class where it all started to come together and make sense. So I guess in, in her words, I, I was being primed up until that point, <laughs> until right. this past week when I, when yeah. I dove right in. Yeah. yeah. 
So I want to thank both Jason and Aaron for joining me today on the podcast. Um, all the all the notes, any links that we have, uh, I think earlier we talked about Peter Green's video, so I'll have a link to that on the show notes as well. You can go to agilecoffee.com slash episode 47 and find out more. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Nick. Agile Coffee.